Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Salted Hash. I'm your host, Steve Reagan, senior staff writer at CSO Online. And today we're going to talk about fishing kits. More specifically, what are fishing kits? Stay with me. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. And like I said, today we're going to answer a question that got sent to me a couple of weeks ago, and it was something that um, my boss had mentioned as well. What are fishing kits? To those of you in the security industry, the, the answer is really simple. But for anyone not familiar with the term, it could be a bit confusing. So the shortest answer I can give you is a fishing kit is the web component to a phishing attack. Normally phishing starts via email. It's, it's centered in email and the object is to get you to do something. That's what the criminal wants. The criminal needs you to take an action of sorts. So they use social engineering in order to entice you to take that action. Now this could be opening an attachment, clicking a link, giving up personal information, or even in some cases sharing sensitive information via email attachment. But a phishing kit is the back-end component to a lot of, of, of the, the more common phishing attacks you see. So for example, when you look at email attacks, they're looking for your phishing credential or they're looking for your email credentials. So the phishing attack will lead you to a web page that looks like Microsoft's login portal or Apple's login portal. So let's start off by giving you a quick look at some of the phishing kits we've collected here in the lab. And as you can see, we've broken them down by type, but to start off with, this is an older Alibaba fish, and it's meant to spoof one of the login portals for Alibaba. And what this was at the time was a um, a sale that they were they were running, and some of the kits uh, directed people to log in to take advantage of a given discount or a promo. Sometimes they were telling you that your order was messed up or there's been a problem. Either way, when you click the link, you would have landed on this page and given up your credentials. Another one should be familiar to a lot of you. This one is a, a very standard 365 fishing kit. Um, it was last used early in 2017. I haven't really seen this circulate a lot, but you would get an email telling you there's a problem with your your account at work or your account at school. Um, it could be that you're about to be suspended. It could be that you're over quota. There's messages held for review, whatever. The goal would be to click you to get you to click that link and you would see a page like this. And if you fell for it, you would enter in your credentials and that's how the criminal would get it. Other office phishing attacks usually say, you know, here's an indoc here's a document you need to read and you would click on it. And you would think you're clicking an email attachment, but in reality what you're doing is opening a, a website. And when you would land on it, you would see this. So in this case, the fish told you it was an Excel document, but it's asking you for your email address and password to view it. Now, when you fill this out, the criminal gets your credentials and you're shown a very generic looking image that's sometimes related to the email, sometimes not, but it's not an Excel file itself. 
something a lot of you are familiar with. Again, these are very common Microsoft fishes. What they're looking for is your email address and your, your password so that they can further compromise you. Um, a lot of people tend to use their, their work credentials or their personal email to back up access to all of their social media accounts, banking accounts, and things like this. So if a criminal can compromise your email, they're going to get access to all of that other stuff if they try just resetting passwords with your account at various places. In this case, this is a, a more improved version of the previous Office um, phishing attacks because they're now cloning the Microsoft login page to look more realistic. And then this one is social media. A lot of times people think that criminals, when they do phishing attacks, are only after your email credentials that you would use for like Hotmail, Outlook, things like this. In reality, they're going to get anything that they can get. They're happy to take all of your passwords. And this is just an example of, of Instagram. And this kit actually has detection to show whether or not you're on a browser or whether or not you're on a phone. And the login page will adjust itself accordingly. But again, the goal here is just to capture Instagram IDs. LinkedIn, a popular service a lot of us use. And of course, there are phishing kits dedicated just for that. Now imagine the chaos if somebody compromised your LinkedIn ID. What could they do with that? They could build a network. They could target other people in your network, especially if you're a well-connected individual. Next, we've got Google. Very standard Google Docs phishing kit. Of course, this one is happy to take credentials for whatever service you want to use, but it's mainly targeting your Gmail. Secure Drop. Another one is... Um, for this, this is Dropbox, but again, it's looking for whatever credentials and it's going to open up a, a new web page just to, to get you to log in. Most of these kits, particularly like a kit like this, they're very generic when they go out. The email attachment, it's like, hey, there's a file you need to review, log in here to see it. It's not uh, very specific to an individual. These type of kits are mail blasts. Basically, the criminal gets a, a few hundred thousand email addresses and they send out the same message to all of them in the hopes of getting people to give up their credentials. It works. Dropbox, again, uh, another clever way to get your Dropbox credentials as well as your email credentials. Um, one of the risks with sharing your password among multiple services is that you know if you shared your gmail password with your dropbox account so they're the same compromising your gmail gives them access to dropbox but here the enticement is to tell you there's a file or something you need to view on dropbox so log in with your credentials to see it docusign's another popular service that's targeted by phishing um, again they're looking for email credentials here and the goal is to use DocuSign's brand that you're familiar with to get you to sign in to view whatever attachment they've promised. Again, phishing's all about enticing. They're trying to get you to do something. And in all of the examples you've seen right now, the do something was click a link or open an attachment and give up your credentials. That's what they're looking for here. This is a, a digital currency, um, really cute that this phishing kit tells you to beware of phishing and warns you to make sure you're on the HTTPS here. But if you look up, nope, we're not on the secure website, but most people won't pay attention to that. They won't see it. They're going to see the familiar login page and they're going to enter their credentials and they're going to lose their money.
PayPal, again, very standard, very common uh, victim. People target PayPal a lot because there's money involved. Of course, PayPal accounts are very valuable in the underground market. So you will see you know, credentials for PayPal being highly prized and traded among people. Um, again, if they get a hold of your PayPal account, they've got your banking, they've got your credit cards, you know, they have your money. Speaking of money, TD Ameritrade, big financial institution. If you're into stocks, you're probably being targeted. Maybe there's a, a problem with a trade. Maybe there's a, a, a new hot commodity you need to look into. Or maybe there's just a, a problem with your TD Bank account and you need to log in. Either way, the email will direct you to a website that looks like this. And at the time this kit was active, this is what the TD website looked like. So they were very, very susceptible to, to phishing because they cloned it almost exactly. Chase, a lot of Chase customers. Again, this kit hasn't been used for a while, but the login page will look familiar to a lot of people. And again, there's been a problem with your account. Maybe there's a, an erroneous deposit or a, a withdrawal. They're going to draw your attention to this page, and the goal is to get you to log in with your banking credentials. I don't think we need to explain what banking credentials, how valuable they are, or what could happen if you lost them. The same could be said for Capital One. Lots of Capital One card holders out there, Capital One bank members. And again, they're trying to get your credentials for this. Now, here's an interesting one. The Global Service Exchange for Apple. This type of website is more of a directed fish but again they're looking for your apple id and your your password but the the lure to get you here what they're doing is either taking advantage of a broken item or a phone or they're trying to get you to exchange things to get yourself in there um the fish i saw with this was actually telling the victim that their order was ready to be picked up like they'd had a service order and so they've got to log in to get this taken care of I'm not entirely sure because I'm not an Apple user how the global service exchange works, but it was a, a, a fairly convincing email to the victim itself because they did log in. Now, they're fine. They didn't lose, you know, they lost access to their stuff for about a day, but they were able to recover it. So it's all good. The point being, though, this was convincing enough for them to log in. Same with this page. We showed this in an earlier video, and if you remember that video, this phishing portal and the real Apple portal were identical except for a few things, the font and, and the, the login panel here. Otherwise, at a glance, it was a perfect replica. Adobe's another big uh, target for fishers, and you see a lot of stuff like this. This document needs you to, to log in to view it. And again, the email itself, the lure is just, you know, here's this sensitive, urgent document you need to view. <clears throat> So these are your kits. This is, this is what they look like. But on the back end, some of the kits can be pretty complicated. Here's a, a Apple fishing kit that we found recently that we haven't actually unlocked. You see, when you try to load this page and get it to come up, you actually have to register the kit with the criminal and unlock it. If you don't, it turns itself off. It won't function for you. Now, we haven't cracked it yet. We will, and we'll get it working. But some of the things that, that happened in this kit are, are rather interesting. Depending on what kind of proxy you're using, it's going to shift you off to a different website. It checks for that stuff the minute you log in. It's got a standard security package. If you, you log in here, <clears throat> one of the things this website does is it 
watches for the IP address of the visitor. And if it matches any of the known services for like security companies or cloud providers, researchers, things like this, it kicks them off. It won't let them on. Also notice this creates a blank index PHP page, which means you can't access this folder directly from a browser. It's just going to show up as blank for you. Um, another thing this, this kit does rather well, actually, is keep track of visitors and how many times they're coming back. So if you come back more than once, it actually stops you and, and kicks you off to the other page. So one of the interesting things, this isn't just an, an Apple phishing kit. It's actually going after banks. And if we look here, we could see that um, CC info. So it's collecting what's called fulls, basically all of your credit card and personal information. And it's still using the, the Apple backend when it sends the email. But what it's actually doing is spoofing Bank of America. So this kit does a couple of different things. It's quite complex. Most phishing kits don't look like this. In fact, if we were to go back to the one Apple kit you were looking at earlier, the Global Exchange, for example, it's a very basic kit. There's not a lot of back end to it at all. In fact, when you load up the the page itself, you know, the, the index HTML, it's pulling from this, and that's it. When you log in, it's just going to email your credentials off. And of course, it could do phone stuff as well, but we're not talking really complex operation here. We're just dealing with a uh, here's your credentials, email them off to the criminal type environment. And even on the back end, the other Apple uh, kit that I showed you, what you see here, every time the page loads, it clones itself from these files and creates a new account. And the reason why the new account is created is so that it looks more legit when you're viewing it in the browser. So these are just randomly generated folder names that actually contain everything you need for the phishing kit. And of course, the big key is the built-in security array. Again, if you fall within one of these IP ranges, it'll kick you off. But again, the goal, really simple, is just to get your username and password. That's all it's really looking for here. It's not trying to, you know, do anything else other than steal your password so that they can log in and use your Apple account as well. So those are the basics. That's what a phishing kit looks like. Hopefully that answers some questions. Again, phishing kits are just the back end side to an email that you would get trying to compromise you. But if you'd like to know more, feel free to reach out to us at uh, CSOonline.com. Again, my name is Steve Reagan, and this has been Salted Hash. Have a great day.